Welcome to Affiliate Buzz, the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and yes, welcome to edition number 429 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since 2003. If you're joining us live here today on Cranberry.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you happen to be joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, very, very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry, because I do have a very, very special guest joining us today, co-founder of Affiliate Summit, the leading global conference and trade show, co-founder Sean Collins is joining us. Uh, He's also the co-editor-in-chief of Feedfront Magazine, and today we're going to be talking about what affiliates ought to know about Affiliate Summit and getting the most out of the event Now, Sean has uh, authored a number of books on the topic. He's a true industry pioneer. He's somebody uh, who is a major driving force in the industry and has been for well over a decade. He's uh, also an author and authored a number of books on the uh, the subject, Affiliate Manager Bootcamp, Successful Affiliate Marketing for Merchants, Extra Money Answer, Uh, how to get the most out of exhibiting at conferences and how to get the most out of attending a conference, something we're going to talk about uh, in depth today. Sean also co-publishes the annual AFSTAT Affiliate Marketing Benchmark Reports, blogs on affiliate marketing and affiliatetip.com, and hosts uh, the This Is Affiliate Marketing podcast on geekcast.fm. Additionally, Sean has been quoted in numerous publications, including Entrepreneur Magazine, Internet Retailer, Inc., Magazine, uh, The New York Times, and The Wall Street Journal. Sean, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. My goodness, it's finally good to get you on. Thank you, James. Great to be here. And I, I realize I need to trim down that, that bio. It's getting long. You Well, with the, with the amount of experience you've had in the affiliate marketing space, uh, I think uh, you're probably one of the leading, in fact, for sure, one of the leading uh, experts on the topic. Uh, and from all angles, I will say, from the merchant side, uh, I know you've worked in that space a, a lot. Also from the affiliate side, and not to mention uh, Affiliate Summit, the premier uh, industry event, and one of the drivers uh, for sure in the affiliate marketing industry. Now, why, why don't we do this? Why don't we, uh, for listeners who may have not had a chance to hear your personal story, why don't you take us back to uh, the early days and then talk about Affiliate Summit as well and how it began a little bit and we'll bat that around a bit and then uh, we'll get into talking about how to get the most out of the event. Okay, so um, this goes back almost 20 years now. Back in 1997, I was working in magazine publishing and I just wasn't very inspired by it. I was sort of a slow death, death by a thousand cuts to sit in a cubicle and hmm. mess around with spreadsheets and I really needed something different. And um, right around that time, I had come across the Amazon affiliate program and I applied to it. And I, I didn't have a website, a domain, or anything. I, I had an AOL account, so I, had, I was creating a page on AOL at the time, so it was pretty primitive. And, um, but I, I was messing around with it, and I was creating a, just a resource on some different things to do in New York City. And uh, around that same time, I was looking in the, the um, job listings in the New York Times for some kind of new opportunity. And I came across a, a company called MedSite. 
and they launched a, a site of theirs called Med Bookstore, which was trying to emulate Amazon but for medical books. And so it sounded exciting. I, despite the fact that I had zero experience in marketing, I had never taken a marketing class in college, never took a business class, and I, I really was sort of a goofball in, in college, just <laughs> taking random classes. But I, um, I figured I'd go there and and try to see if I could get that job. Just I was sort of desperate. And I went in there and I was able to bluff my way in just based on a couple of the terms that I had read about on Amazon and, um, and my willingness to work for very cheap. And so they, they took me on there and that was really sort of my baptism by fire with affiliate marketing. I had to create their website, create their affiliate program. And there was really no resource at the time, so I didn't just make it up, which was a challenge. And also every time I, when I was trying to recruit affiliates, which were primarily medical students that had different resource sites, I had to go on this this whole big spiel trying to explain what affiliate marketing was, and so it was it was a whole big process to close each new affiliate, and um, and so that was that was really my my entry into the whole thing, and then years later for Affiliate Summit there was a, a conference called Affiliate Force that was on a cruise ship out of Miami, starting in 2000, and I, I was involved in that. I had just come out with my book Successful Affiliate Marketing for Merchants that was a resource for affiliate managers. And I had a, a companion site to it, so I had an audience there, and I was referring them to this conference and trying to help out and pump it up just because I, I wanted to have some kind of conference for the industry. But the, um, over time, the, the guy that was running it, he wasn't very receptive to some suggestions I had. I thought that it should be more professional, and it was just sort of a, a big party, which um, isn't always bad, but I, I wanted something that was going to just make the industry look better because he couldn't get any brands to come on there because it was just too much of a party. And so I, I remember there was a, we were on the ship in 2003, I guess it was in April, and I was chatting with Missy Ward, who's my partner, and, um, and we were really, we were sort of like conference friends. We didn't really know each other well, but we were both sort of bonded by the fact that we were frustrated that this guy wouldn't just be responsive at all to our ideas. And so we were just sort of spitballing around these ideas, like maybe we should just make our own conference. And it, on paper, it didn't make sense at all because neither one of us had any experience with events, and we were affiliate marketers, but that was the, the beginning and end of it. But we, um, we decided just out of our frustration, we had a, a phone call the next month and bought the domain affiliatesummit.com in 2003 and um, just started from there with – and sort of the same way I started as an affiliate manager, we had no idea what we were doing and just sort of made it up as we went along. Sometimes the best way. Yeah, I guess the one nice asset there was that we we weren't bogged down by the like quote unquote correct way to do things. No, so absolutely true. And I remember, I, I do remember a lot of this story because I was I was actually on one of those affiliate force cruises just as that event was falling apart and the uh, the organizer basically disappeared. And then I do remember you and I having a conversation. It must have been around 2002, 2003, and you were talking about this event. And I do believe you held your first event 2003 in New York City. And then I ended up meeting up with you at the Affiliate Summit Cruise out of New York City in 2004. And that's when uh, when I get to know uh, yourself, Missy, and then quite a number of actually the, the participants or the attendees to that cruise are still very much involved in the industry today. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a close-knit group. Uh, and, you know, that's going back to way to 2000. And, and and four and here we are fast forward to 2016 
And I believe uh, I've seen some stats recently that attendees to Affiliate Summit, uh, the live events in New York, uh, Vegas, and probably some of the other smaller satellite events is up over 40,000. Is that true? Yeah, so cumulatively, yeah, so we, we'll have over 5,000 in New York this later this month, and then we get over 6,000 in Vegas. And our, our small satellite events, they're usually about 100 to 150. We did one in Toronto a few weeks ago when we were in Chicago a month or so ago with those. And so um, just all taken together, they, they're up in the tens of thousands. And, um, and one thing about the when you came out there on, in 2004 on the cruise, you were the first person that I met that knew how to do anything with the video. So I still watch that video once in a while that you made oh, yeah. way back when. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. Nobody back then was packing a camera. And we always made it, uh, made it a part of our, our trip to, to catalog and kind of archive a little bit of it. And uh, we still do that today and but now everybody seems to have a camera in their pocket so it's a whole different era so hey why don't we do this so you can see we are coming up ag- uh, against the break i'd love to get back with you after the break and talk about uh you know how to how to really get the most out of the event of course i've had a chance to attend it many 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 times Arlene and i and uh but i know you're a wealth of information and uh we can share a lot for those who have already attended and those for, who are thinking of attending and of course we're talking about Affiliate Summit East 2016 coming up in New York, but not to forget that also right on the the heels of that in January, we've got uh, Affiliate Summit West 2017 coming up as well. So we'll dig into that and a whole bunch more right after the break. More Affiliate Buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Sean Collins, co-founder of Affiliate Summit. Now, Sean, let's let's talk about the event from the perspective of somebody who has never gone before to begin. Would you kind of tee it up for us? I know, of course, we get into New York City in this case, or you get into Vegas, and typically... 
the night before, you tell everybody to get registered early because the lineups in the morning are nuts, and that's definitely great advice for people to to really heed because if you wait till the morning to get your badges, good luck. You're going to be in line for a while. Go the night before. You can do it in minutes. But then the next morning, you've got uh, this most amazing little event that kicks off that's just a great start called the Meat Market. Could you explain for listeners that are not familiar with what that is? Yeah, so basically the... The meat market was something we devised almost, I guess, eight years or so ago. And basically, we were talking to a lot of people, and they were saying that they felt like they they wanted to get exposure, but they couldn't afford a whole big 10-by-10-foot booth with all the expenses that come with that. So we thought maybe we should have like a hybrid of like a booth and like sort of like a job fair where it's just a, a table, like a two-foot-by-six-foot or so table. And so it's more of an accessible opportunity for a company to, to get a presence there. And so we started that. And um, the first time we did it was a total flop, and there are a few different reasons for that. We, I guess, first of all, we we gave all the tables for free, and only about half of the companies bothered to take advantage of them. And also, it was on the the day that the, um, I guess it was 2006 that the World Cup was having their final, and so a lot of people were busy in the bar watching the game. Mm. And um, but we we felt like it was a good idea, and we decided to stick with it. And it it took off the next time we tried it out in um in, in Las Vegas. But so basically, it's really just a, a very compressed um, trade show environment where there's just all these tables there and all these people, and it's a chance to meet with just uh, 150 or, or more companies all in one very compressed space in a matter of six hours. And it's uh, one bit of warning for people if they get freaked out in crowds. It's a very crowded atmosphere and, and very loud. So it's a great place to have like a 30-second or two-minute conversation to – maybe set up a longer conversation later, but it's, it's sort of hard to have much of a lengthy conversation because it's there's a constant flow of people trying to come in there and, and speak with whoever you're speaking with. And the room is definitely uh, just a buzz. Now, you mentioned, you know, you know, people may get a little overwhelmed in the busy room, and just in general, somebody going to this event can... I would think can get a little overwhelmed and you've, you've seen that experience and you've, you've put some things in place to help newcomers uh, to the event, to get settled in and comfortable. And in New Orleans worked in the newcomer program a couple of years where you team up uh, uh, new attendees with, I guess, veterans of sorts. Uh, talk about uh, your newcomer program and how you guys get people comfortable at the event. Yeah. So basically that's sort of like a, it's not really a mentoring program because they're not there to give you business advice. It's really more to give you conference advice on sessions to go to, people to meet, ways to navigate and make the most of it. And so people can apply to have somebody assigned to them which, who's a, a conference veteran. And we've got a whole stable of people who step up and do it each time. And so we, have a, we start out on, on a Sunday evening. We have a, just sort of a, a meet-up networking event for all the, pe- the, the newcomers and their, their veterans to get together and we encourage them to have a phone call before the conference takes place and then to have either a meal or a coffee during the conference so they can get together and just try to the sort of the expert the veteran can help out the that newcomer there and maybe even be sort of a, a wingman or a wingwoman to to help them meet some other people and we um we also have a, a thing that i've been doing for years it's a, a first timer session where for anybody who's coming to the conference for the first time the first session on the, the Sunday, the first day of the conference, I just give them sort of a primer on different ways to make the most of the conference, just ideas for networking and things to do and things to see. So it's more of a, a broad thing for people that are there for the first time that are sort of freaked out and overwhelmed. 
And uh, for the first time this time on July 30th, the Saturday, we're doing a, an event, a workshop on at five o'clock for an hour. And it's going to be focused on networking for introverts. So <laughs> Perfect. My, yeah, my partner Missy and I, we um, just from talking to a lot of people, and both of us are introverts that are sort of forced to put ourselves out there. But we, um, but we totally appreciate and understand that when you go to a conference for the first time with nobody that's that you can really hang out with, it's a sort of a daunting task to go there and and meet people and to make things happen. So we're going to try to give people a lot of different tips and techniques to to make the whole process a little bit easier and productive for them. That's great. That's great. And I'm a bit of an introvert myself. I'm the guy that's like, I'm there. I've been there like a dozen or so times and I'm still the guy that's like, okay, it's okay, James, go up and talk to that person. Because it is a bit bit intimidating. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, one thing that I actually, I'm going to share some, I guess, not really coping mechanisms, but more strategies. One thing that I've been doing for years now is to step up and be a speaker at various conferences because it, it makes it a lot easier as an introvert to have people come to you instead of you going to them. <laughs> good point, good point. So that's a, a nice little technique for, I guess, if a lot of people are sort of freaked out of the, the prospect of actually even speaking too, but I guess if it, if it helps you get over that hump and gets people to come to you, I think it's worth it. You bet, you bet. So let's talk about the speakers and the sessions since you brought that up. That's a, a good topic. You've got multiple tracks running simultaneously. You've got a, just a wealth of uh, talented people who are on, you know, in, in various uh, rooms doing presentations on literally all kinds of stuff. Uh, talk to that a little bit. Yeah, so one shift that we've done in the last few years, I, I guess about three or four years ago, I, I attended a, a TEDx event for anybody that's ever seen those TED Talk videos. Like a, all of them are, I guess, about 18 or so minutes. So we'd, we decided to do a, a pilot and, and start having some sessions at that length. And so now the majority of our sessions, because we got great feedback on it, are these compressed sessions with a single speaker. We have a handful of, of panels going on, but the, the vast majority are, are these, these really quick things where we somebody comes in there and they just distill like three or five ways to do this or that, and they just knock it out really quick. And it's um, and at, at first, uh, a lot of the speakers um, weren't really crazy about having to compress their information maybe in half, but we just from the feedback we were getting, people were frustrated about the – in fact, they would go to a session, and it seemed like there was a lot of fluff in there just to make it last 45 minutes or an hour. And so we, it's it's worked out. The speakers have modified what they were doing, and they, they just cut right to the chase there and get that information out to people. And so we have, I guess, about 40 or so sessions and two keynotes going on this time, with a lot of those sessions being those those shorter sessions. Yeah, those are great. I, was, I of course, attended uh, your event in Chicago Oh, I guess six weeks ago, and that was the format there. And it's refreshing. It's actually nice. It forces as a speaker and as a speaker at that event and coming up. Uh, it really makes us really trim it down. And really, not we're not even taking away the, you know, we're kind of more focused on the aha moments. Like, here's the goodies. Like, we got to cut to the chase. Let's get at it. And you're right. It's like three or five things, but we can really delve into it deeply. And uh, and hopefully our goal is to really knock it out of the park. And I've sat through so many sessions at Summit, and uh, they're always uh, they're always so good. So now now on this topic, there is a lot of sessions to choose from, and I would think that it would be a good idea to before somebody heads out of town. You have all these sessions mapped out on the website. Is to spend a little bit of time kind of getting a schedule in order before they you know head off to New York or head off to Vegas. Yeah, and so we, we have the the whole agenda laid out on the website, but also we have a, 
a networking tool called Passable that it's both a, an online networking tool and scheduler as well as an app that's all synced up together. And so with that, you can create your own schedule. So you can go in there and see. And we have the all the sessions broken out by the – they have their date and time as well as the, the niche slash vertical that they're focused on, the target audience, and the experience level. So we try to make it a little bit easier for people to narrow down what they want to see. Then they can just customize their own calendar based on that with the app or with the networking tool. Terrific. And what was the name of that app? It's called Pathable. And um, let me see what the link is here. So um, so if you go to the, the main page for Affiliate Somebody's 2016, there's a link on the right for networking tools. And so it has that there as well as a link to a Facebook group we created and, and some other things. Terrific. And, of course, we'll leave that. We'll put those in the show notes. Uh, as well, the other thing that uh, is going on big time uh, at the at Summit is the day after. So we're basically primarily talking about the Sunday here, where you've got the the meat market. Uh, imagine we got a party on the Sunday evening. Yes, we haven't gotten the details yet, but for I guess I don't know eight or ten years now, Sharasel has always been the the Sunday evening official party, and so and that's going to be the case again this time. But they haven't shared with us the actual details of the location or the the theme or anything yet. And then on then we all supposed to get to bed early Sunday night, which we never do. And then we kick it off early Monday morning. And Monday now the speaker tracks continue on, but you also have the exhibit hall. Yeah, we have the exhibit hall and also the first keynote, which is Scott Stratton, who I've seen speak a number of times, and I really enjoy what he has to say. And I, I don't know if you're familiar with him, one of your fellow Canadians. No, I'm not. So tell, tell us about him. So he's a, an expert in viral and social marketing. He has a, a book called Unmarketing. And, um, and basically he just – he shared his an entertaining podcast where he talks a lot about the – just um, examples of good and bad experiences that companies provide to their customers. And I figured he'd be – and he pre- presents it in a really fun way. So I thought that would be an entertaining way to kick things off on the Monday to, to have him just chat about – good and bad experiences with companies and give people some kind of insight on how you might better work with your customers or audience or whatever it may be. And, uh, and then on, we have a, a keynote panel on the Tuesday for, um, it's a bunch of SEO all-stars, Bruce Clay, who's just on the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at that. Here. Dwayne yeah, Forrester and Stefan Spencer. Yeah. And so those are three guys that have just a, an insane wealth of knowledge about SEO and they'll be up there and, answering any questions on SEO for that session. Yeah, which I would say is very well-timed. As we all know, the uh, SEO world is in a constant state of change, and lately uh, is no different. So it'll be good to get caught up. Bruce, Bruce Clay has been a fixture in the industry, in the SEO world, ever since I can remember, and uh, definitely a leading superstar. And I think Dwayne is with from Bing, if I recall. Yeah, he was at Bing, but he joined Bruce Clay, I guess, uh, a few months ago. And then Stefan Spencer's got a book called The Art of SEO. Terrific. All right. That's great. So let's do this. I can see we're up against the break. I got a couple other big questions for you, a few other tips that I'd like to share also uh, from my experience there. And then I want to ask you as well, because you are a – you're not a New Yorker, but you're a a New Jerseyer, I guess we'd call you. And you've been in New York many, many times. Think about something that somebody can do in New York City. Uh, aside from the conference, that's going to be fun. That it's kind of a must, must do, must do uh, thing. All right, so we'll do that right. right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Sean Collins, co-founder of Affiliate Summit and co-editor-in-chief of Feedfront Magazine. Now, Sean, what do you see affiliates, what mistakes do you see affiliates make when they come to the event? Um, I think one big mistake that people make is that they focus too much on enjoying themselves, not enough on just creating new relationships and learning. And especially some of I see it with a lot of the, the younger folks that come there, they they're um, sort of so cocksure about what they know and they don't feel like they can learn anything else. So sort of closed down to really getting the education part of it. So I really encourage people to open their minds. I've been going to conferences for almost 20 years now in the space and, and I learn something new every time. So I think it's, it's a little bit short-sighted or, or very much short-sighted to, to feel like there's nothing more to learn for people. So I would yeah. highly encourage them to, to meet as many people as they can and to learn as much as they can. You bet, you bet, and that's good. That's nice to point out to uh, new relationships. And I'll tell you, one of the mistakes I used to make is I used to walk out of there with probably two or three hundred business cards, and really I hadn't spent any time getting to know you know a few good people well. And one of the things that I've tried to do at the event for a long time now is get to know at least another two or three people pretty well. Go for dinner with them or sit with with them for lunch or just spend some time and hang out where you can really kind of get to know them a little bit better. And then you can stay in touch with them between events. And I, I found that's been been just great. What, what, what other tips can you offer up for, for those attending? Well, I think uh, one thing sort of along the lines of what you're saying there is our our networking tool enables you to – to try to reach out to people, to try to schedule a meeting or a coffee or what have you. So I would definitely encourage people to, to utilize that tool there so they can just have things set in place before they even arrive in New York. 
because the I think um, pre-planning is really key because people are very busy and they have a lot of opportunities. So to get somebody on their calendar is great to do in advance, and that tool really helps out with that. But I um, I think also just um, to stay at the conference hotel, which if they haven't scheduled that at this point, it's unfortunately too late because it's sold out. But to me, it makes a big difference any conference that you're attending to be in the the host hotel because it's not just the the hours are there for the the formal conference time, but all of those times before and after in the early morning at the coffee line in Starbucks or late at night at the hotel bar, there's so much opportunity to network with people and, and meet people. And also one of my favorite things to do is to to just hang out at the bar and freely buy drinks for people to get them to share all their latest tips. <laughs> that works very well. <laughs> very, very well. Uh, so now, of course, we'll put links to everything uh, that uh, Sean's talked about today. Of course, you can head over to AffiliateSummit.com. Uh, you can check out his podcast. Uh, where would somebody f- find your podcast? Um, they can just go right to ThisIsAffiliateMarketing.com. And Terrific. I've got all the latest episodes there. Okay. Very good. Okay, so now the big question is, New York City, what is something that's crazy fun that we have to do when we're there? Um, one thing that I did for the first time last summer that I totally loved was to go to the top of the Freedom Tower, the ah. new World Trade Center, and it's um, the One World Observatory, and there's just phenomenal views up there, and it's a neat experience just to go in the elevator. If you go on YouTube, you can search for the elevator for the One World Observatory, and it has this thing, and first of all, it's, I guess, some um, 100-something stories, but you go up there in, I guess, it seems like 45 to 60 seconds, but um, wow. as you're going up... You have the the entire elevator. You're surrounded by a video wall, and it shows Manhattan through the years, from, I guess the 15 or 1600s up till present, all the buildings coming up and the whole city growing from being just a, a big pasture to being this gigantic grown-up megalopolis. Megalopolis. <laughs> and it, but then when you get up there, there are multiple floors, and you can see all the historical things to do with – with the World Trade Center and everything, as well as the just the 360-degree views, which are just astonishing, especially on a clear day. Yeah, yeah, it's spectacular. You're the reason we went to New York City back in 2004 for the first time, and we've been back a few times since and a few times for conferences. It's absolutely uh, a world-class city, and we've had a chance to do some amazing things. Like the circle cruise around New York City, awesome. Uh, hanging out at the, uh, this sounds crazy, but the Transit Museum, with all the old subway cars that have been restored from the early days, spectacular. The big, what's a Grand Central Station or Penn Station? Which one yeah, is Yeah, Grand Central, is that's the beautiful one. Penn Station sort of an ugly, low-ceiling mess. <laughs> that's where the Amtrak comes in and the New Jersey Transit, Long Island Railroad. But the but um, some other train, you'll see it a lot, of, a lot of times in movies that the Amtrak, the big um, train comes into Grand Central Station. But that's just... For convenience for the movies to have more of a grandeur yeah, yeah. kind of hall there, but they it really comes into the ugly station. Okay, okay. Uh, but that Grand Central is quite something. And, you know, the, the just as we wrap up here, the, the interesting thing that I found about New York City, and it's one of those cities, if you're looking for an excuse uh, to go to New York City, Affiliate Summit is your excuse. You get, Of course, you can write off a portion of it on your taxes anyway, so you might as well do it. But take in the city. Make sure you get there a day or two early. I always like to book at them early, and I call them breakations where we get there a day or two early or we stay an extra couple of days so we can actually enjoy the city that we're in. 
And New York City is just one of those places that you get to. And because you mentioned TV, because there's so many movies and television shows and documentaries on New York City, I found myself feeling like I, even though I'd never been there before, it's like I've been here before. You just yeah, it's, it's a really neat thing because yeah, movies dating back to like 70 years ago, so many of them were shot on location there. So it's really neat to see, especially some of the the older buildings and the tenements and things, they look exactly the same as they did in movies in the 30s and 40s, which is like in the Lower East Side and different areas. It's pretty amazing to see that. But just even like more recently, even though it's not that recent, like the 70s, like a movie like Taxi Driver, it took place in a very different looking Times Square, but still there are some of the same buildings there. Wow. Wow, wow. Any any final thoughts or words of advice to uh, to those who are considering coming to some? Um, I guess the one key one is that if you're considering that you should act fast because we actually um, – I just posted on our blog today that we're getting close to a sellout, and it looks like it might sell out as early as, I guess, um, the 15th, I think, of, of July. And at that point, the only option is typically finding somebody who's willing to sell their ticket on a forum or something, or people put them on eBay. And those tickets are totally independent of us, and they charge whatever they want to, and sometimes it's 200% what the original cost was. You bet they are high demand, and this does this event always, uh, and it's not just a sales pitch. It always, uh, always sells out. Sean, thank you, uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining me today. It's been just great to uh, catch up and to talk about this uh, remarkable event. Thank you, James. It was wonderful to chat with you, and look forward to seeing you later this month. You betcha, you betcha. And to our listeners, of course, uh, uh, if you missed anything that Sean mentioned here. Do keep in mind, we do keep all of the show notes for you, and you can always find them for this episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB429. That's Affiliate Buzz 429. And, of course, I always invite you to come and hang out with us here live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific on cranberry.fm for the Affiliate Buzz. And a final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted to new episodes every week, I invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz by sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com that's affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com take a minute and do that uh, right now if you would Sean thank you again and to our listeners thanks for listening to another edition of the affiliate buzz The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. 